Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, episode number 265. I'm joined by my partner, Crime Bolts. What's up, bro? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. He's like, as usual, Caleb's taking too long and we're running short on the podcast. Uh <laughs> I mean, as long as you understand what's going on, you know, it's it's all yeah, good. It's all good in the hood. If you're GMD. I'm sure somebody's listening to this podcast like, when the fuck is he going to get over his cough? It's going to be a, a, eventually. No eventually one really cares if you do. We're just kind of tired. What of if I die, it. Bolts? What would you do then? If I, Caleb died what? tomorrow, what would you do? I would bury you. Like a normal fucking human being. But you're not normal. But you're not normal. I, I'm very much somewhat normal. What? <laughs> Anyways, so on this episode, we're going to be talking about Ugh. Obsidian teasing an E3 2019 surprise for the Outer Worlds. We're also going to be talking about The Last of Us 2, Dying Light 2, Beyond Good and Evil 2, Borderlands 2, Darksiders, Death Stranding. Wait, what? Yeah. Borderlands 2? Yeah, yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. What the fuck just and much more right here on the Second Opinion Podcast. You're listening to the Second Opinion Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Check us out at Cineleaks.com. All right, guys. Welcome back. Um, you know, Bolts is here with us, and he's the anonymous Norwal. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> what long, your image is on the that, Google Docs. So. That fucking longhorn well thing. Yeah. Norwals nice. are awesome. They're like... The unicorns of the sea. Mean gumball. <laughs> Bro, I want to spit everywhere. <laughs> All right, guys. So we got a great show for you. I hope you're excited. Um, we are only like a week out from E3, bro. Oh, about that. <laughs> you're like, about that? <laughs> Not going, but I got a replacement for you. I'm like, oh, yeah? You're like, James, the guy that we used to work with at GameStop. I'm like... Oh, Yankee? Yankee. Yankee Doodle Dandy? <laughs> Yankee's actually a pretty cool guy, man. Yeah, he's not bad. He's a good know. dude. Just as long as if we go and he brings up Blu-rays, and I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> 57 Blu-rays, 57 bro. Blu-rays. Like, uh, yeah. He was in the Blu-ray HD DVD battle. He was all about Blu-rays. So, Anyway, so Bolts, what? we're going to jump into it. What have you been drinking? What have you been gaming? What's been going on, bro? Um... Uh, gaming, Elder Scrolls Legends, like hardcore. Yeah. I've got back into it pretty deep. <laughs> you know what I'm so, saying? Um, so, uh, yeah, I've I, I go in here and I've been like fit, fiddling, fucking with all the decks and stuff like that. Been making random ass decks uh -huh. that really don't go together, but I think they're kind of cool. So, f anybody who wants to fight me. Uh -huh. Um, like I've been making like different, like a I made a Daedra deck, I made a skeleton, a skeleton Daedra deck, mm -hmm. reptile and beast deck. It's just it's it's fun to go in there and get all these cards that I've unlocked and stuff like that, and mess around and and just play with some shit. So, yeah. pretty neato. What else have you been playing? Um, there's more than that. You just played two games here at my house, man. Look, look, man, that's not even playing. That's just picked it up because you went to go pick up the bro. Wife. You were enjoying that shit, and that was Sonic Racers. 
Wait, Sonic Team Racing. Sonic Team Racing. Yeah, because team I was Sonic Because I was winning, bro. Getting stars. And you, you what? Did you just play like one match of Modern Warfare? Yeah. Yeah, and I went like fourteen and ten. You know what? If if, if when they bring back the the, the M Dub, um, I really hope they bring back the bare bones. I really want the bare bones so bad. And if anybody doesn't know what that is, that's bare bones. That is just you, your guns, attachments, no kill streaks. That would be a fantastic add-in. Um, well, drinking wise, I'm drinking uh, my new favorite thing, sparkling ice, because my boy Bolt. Sparkling ice. It's really great. Mm-hmm. Classic lemonade is the best one I think they have. Zero sugar, zero carbs. It's fantastic. It is fantastic. It some good, <laughs> some good business. If you're trying thing. to like wean yourself off of like drinking soda, it's like the perfect way to do it. It is. So, um, gaming wise, uh, I've been playing um, a lot of stuff. I've been playing Death to All Humans, which a new video is coming out tomorrow uh, to celebrate E3. Hype us up for. Um, what THQ may be revealing at the event. Uh, also, a new Modern Warfare gameplay is coming out. And um, some more stuff that has to do with Star Wars. I've uh, been playing that. <coughs> playing Battlefront 2 again. Um, and I've also been playing some more Rage. And kind of just getting into some other stuff. And I played a match of Legends while I was on lunch today. Jazz whooped. Yeah. It had to happen. Ah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate you so much. I hate, I hate Mr. James. <laughs> I do. He's but I love him. Baggy. I love him at the same time that I hate him. Hate him and I love him. And he wants to touch my pee-pee. I do not want to touch your pee-pee, okay? That's quiet. You know, you know, that, you know, that, no, that's private time. And you weren't supposed to talk about it on the podcast. Anyway, so... <laughs> As you see him fly over that, like, so, um, so uh, I'm not this touching show- that with a ten foot pole. <laughs> this show is brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Also brought to you by Cinelinks.com and RealOutreach.com. Make sure to head on over and uh, head on over to RealOutreach.com and check out the great charity efforts we have over there. RealOutreach.com is uh, a great charity with the belief that everyone deserves a night at the movies and kids who have no control over their circumstances need it the most. So head on over to realoutreach.com and check out more information about this charity that was started by our amazing boss, Jordan Mason. Good job, boss. Yes, sir. You're awesome. Boss. 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 He walks around going, dumb bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get these boys. Um, So... uh, we're jumping into it. We're not going to be doing video games coming soon. Um, and we're not going to have a topic discussion at the end of the show. Um, I think that's uh, enough opinionated stuff here uh, that is going to uh, make a pretty good show for you guys. People don't so, like my opinions. Some people do. Not most. I'm a, I'm a dick, bro. That's just how it is. Yeah, like Bolts went and saw Aladdin and was like, fucking horrible. I mean, it, it, was, it, was, it was okay. No. No, I look, look. I've sat there. I, you know what? We're gonna get off subject because I could run through that film like, like, like. You know, when you go on the Atkins diet and you got no carbs, the way that liquid just runs through you. That's what I could do that movie right now. <laughs> oh my god, bro! <laughs> it was not. It couldn't have been. What? That I'm bad. sorry. Come it couldn't have been that bad. Anyways. Anyways, so first topic at hand: Bungie set to unveil the next chapter of Destiny Two ahead of E3. Following their departure of uh, with Activision, Bunny, uh, Bunny, Bunny, 
Bungie has continued <laughs> to support food, Destiny food, 2 with food. new updates and seasons. With the approach of their game uh, of their game's final season under the current annual pass, Bungie is wasting no time of announcing what is next for the game. Um, their next uh, season will launch June 4th uh, with the continued content planned through the following weeks. Just two days after that release, Bungie will unveil its plans for the game going forward. Likely means it will have to wait until uh, the third game to do more content, which is totally understandable. Um, but bolts? Now, there's no but bolts. <laughs> I don't give one two shits about Destiny Two at all. Um, I what do you think about this whole Bungie Activision split thing? Because I'm mixed on it, bro. I'm super mixed on it. Everybody shits on Activision. About this entire thing, like it was all Activision's fault that Destiny is the way that it is. Well, I mean, it's kind of somewhat no. But look, 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 look. But Bungie tried to go in there and put their little Halo spin on it. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. They really did. You know, but Bungie's baby at that time was Halo. And they branched off to go start their own, go do their own little thing. Excuse me. And, and step away from Halo. But the fact of the matter is, when they did that, they still, still... Uh, that first Destiny game was so much like Halo. Yeah, I don't care what anybody says. You can, I, I'll fight you to the death. You know, like Gladiator style. You know, maces and swords and shields, and I mm-hmm. even have a net that has razors in it. Yeah, but it's just it 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 felt so much like like Halo, and you know they wanted to get they 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 stepped away from Halo to make their own stuff to start something new, and it was exactly it was it was so it was so much of the same feel. Yeah, now. Whether it's Activision, whether it's Bungie split from one another, and because someone pisses in someone else's Cheerios, it, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, I, the, the, the game is the game. In my opinion, is lackluster just because I, I just I, I feel that way. There's there's some there's some things about it that I, I'm I, it just doesn't catch my eye, mm-hmm. um, and it, and it may be because I, um, because of because I feel like it, it's so much like Halo. So I, well, I actually agree with you, bro. Like, I've really tried to give Destiny a good chance over these last couple of years with Destiny 1 and Destiny 2. And I, there's always been something about it that, like, just didn't play to me. I know in Destiny 1, the biggest thing was the repetitiveness. Like, it was constantly repetitive. Like, if I left uh, an area and I came back to see, oh, I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't search this area. All the fucking enemies are respawned. I have to go all the way back through them again. So, to me, that was just aggravating. Uh, With Destiny 2, they improved upon a lot of the gunplay and the multiplayer and all this stuff. That was probably one of the best things about Destiny 2 that I loved was the multiplayer. The multiplayer matches were really fun. (coughs) But, um, what... It's just like what Bolt said. There's something about it that has always... It's hard for me not to look at it and be like, damn, this is just like Halo. You know what I'm saying? Even with the multiplayer, the the design of the game, I think obviously the story is somewhat different, but at the same time, it's the same. You know what I'm saying? I'm, like, I'm telling you. There's just one big entity that's being attacked by all these other entities, you know, or other, other you, know, cl- you know, clans or whatever. So it's very similar to Halo, um, but... I mean, not to not to knock on Halo because Halo is a great series, but you know, it is what it is, dude. You can only do so much. So I don't know. I I agree with Bolts, but I I do I do understand why people like the game. I guess is what I could say. Uh, moving on to the next. I topic. don't. Huh? Nothing. Go ahead. You like I don't. <laughs> it sucks. I'm like okay. Um, so, 
All right, so EA Play uh, is right around the corner. Starts June 8th, and we will be there. Um, What? We're pretty excited. Um, So this is the thing. EA Play is like an all-day thing. Like, we can show up. We can do whatever. Um, We we actually get to California at like 8 o'clock. So if we want to, we can leave the airport and then go get a bite to eat and then head over to EA Play afterwards play some games and chill and then we got some other stuff scheduled later in the afternoon that day um but it has been announced that first off our friends from well one of our friends from what's good games andrew renee is going to be doing some of the hosting of the live stream and also the man himself greg miller is going to be doing some live streaming uh the hosting of the live stream and a few other people that are pretty well known in the industry um so the games that are going to be showcased are Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Apex Legends, which I'm guessing they're going to showcase some of the new stuff in Season 2. Um, I'm going to knock you out, Bolts. I'm going to knock you out so hard. <laughs> Does shit over there behind his mic that he knows is going to grab my attention. Um, like he's completely naked right now. So. <laughs> I was waiting to turn and look and see your shirt off. Um, also, uh, they're going to be showing... <laughs> They're going to be showcasing Battlefield Five. I think they're going to be showing off the new Greek map for the game, uh, which a lot of people seem to be pretty excited for. Um, and then also they're going to be showcasing FIFA 20, Madden NFL 20, and The Sims 4. So, Bolts, I'm pretty sure I know the ones you're excited for. Um, are you excited to check out what FIFA 20 and Madden 20 have to <clears throat> offer this year? Um, yeah. Um, I know what FIFA brings to the table because FIFA is the best EA game out there, hands down. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's enough of a great game that they took people off of Anthem to work on it. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god! But what about Madden Twenty? Like, what do you? What is something that you would like for them to add in Madden Twenty? Um, def- NCAA two thousand twenty. <laughs> Definitely, bro. <laughs> As like DLC or well, they're trying shit, to work bro. on it, from what it seems. Uh, so it, it, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. It all, it all depends. Um, I, I just want to see what kind of new new aspects they bring to Madden 20. Yeah. Um, it, it, it is what it is for the most part. So Just don't bring back Rewind. God, no. Don't ever fucking bring that back again. That was the worst add-in of a Madden game of all time. A Rewind. Exactly. So well, well, I'm, I'm, just ha- I'm, I'm just curious to see what they bring to the table this okay. year. Okay. Well, you know me. I'm excited to check out what Jedi Fallen Order has to offer. Um, I'm scheduled to watch it uh, a, a theater session around one o'clock that afternoon. Um, but before then, um, I think me and Bolts are going to be uh, kind of walking around playing some other games that they have have to offer at EA Play. Um, but I'm just excited to be going with my boy. You know what I'm saying, bro, bro? We're gonna have fun. I'm gonna sleep probably most of the time. No, <laughs> I'm gonna sleep like with me. You're gonna sleep on my back. Well, you know, shit happens. It does happen. And it goes upstream, too. Remember that, Bolts. Shit goes upstream. (laughs) So, guys, uh, this is pretty awesome news. And I think me and Bolts are both really excited about it. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Where? Where? I'm out of sorts today, bro. (laughs) Call of Duty Modern Warfare uh, has been officially revealed. This is a full reboot of the series and this is what 
um, the uh, press release has said. Stakes have never been higher as players take on the role of lethal tier one operators in a heart racing saga that will affect global balance of power. Call of Duty Modern Warfare engulfs fans in a, an incredibly raw, gritty, proactive narrative experience that brings unrivaled intensity and shines a light on the changing nature of modern war. Developed by the studio that started it all, Infinity War, uh, Infinity Ward delivers an epic reimagining of the iconic Modern Warfare series from the ground up. In a visceral, dynamic, single-player story campaign, Modern Warfare pushes boundaries and breaks rules the way only Modern Warfare can. Players will engage in a breathtaking covert operation alongside with a diverse cast of international special forces uh, with iconic characters from the series like your boy. Uh, I can't even remember his name now. The way you're looking at me, it threw me off. Captain Price. Oh, yeah. Price is back, and I'm hoping we're going to see Ghost back, too. So, um, so Bolts, what do you think about this? We watched a trailer of it. It's it's supposed to be more gritty. They did say there's a big, um, there's a really big kind of push and feel, uh, kind of drawn from that one level from Modern Warfare 2. Um, so they're saying this is supposed to be the most controversial Call of Duty in quite some time. And it's supposed to push gamers to the edge with a lot of real-world problems. You, you, man, I don't know. It's just—it's another, <coughs> it, it's another COD game. Yeah, they're gonna whatever twists and, and turns and pulls you put on it. Um, I do like the fact that they are bringing back the single-player campaign, which your sales will almost, if not, come in a third better, if not almost half better. Mm -hmm. So. And also, there's not going to be a zombie mode in the game, is well, what it's being reported. See, there you go. It just keeps getting better. Um, <clears throat> the only thing I really am concerned about about this game is when they bring the multiplayer back, is they bring back my bare bones. That's all yeah. I care about. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sick and tired of fucking with kill streaks. Um, I, I just. You really over kill streaks that much? I, I, they're just. It, they get tiresome. They just do, yeah. because. It, you know, and I'm not saying I'm 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 not the best at Call of Duty by any means, but I can get fucking kill streaks. Let's not get shit twisted, people. Um, but what what is the biggest thing? I mean, is it just like you want just a regular? That's it, man. I, I don't want to be running the run of the map, but have to try to hide from a fucking <coughs> chopper chopper while I'm trying to kill folks. See, but that's what I like about Battlefield. I mean, there's it's two completely different play styles. I think a Battlefield. Battlefield 5 was really fun, but I think if it played more like a Call of Duty game, I would probably enjoy it a little bit more. And I understand that. And that's the thing about Battlefield. Does Battlefield have kill streaks? I don't know. No. See? Now, there are. But, there but are. Battlefield is so massive. It's just. Like, yeah, but see, they have close quarter things. You have different maps where it's more close quarter, they have modes that are more close quarter. But there are abilities that you can get, like. You know, in Battlefield Five, there's a way that you can get like a strike jet that they had back in like World War Two or right. whatever, to where it'll drop in and it'll explode. Yeah. You know, but I, it's not choppers and all exactly. this other shit. But there are vehicles. I mean, just just bring me back, just just bring me bare bones. That's I, well, I see, could care one. Two, I'm excited about else. just a retailing of the Modern Warfare series. Um, you know, and I like the fact that there's they are stating that this is not. Um, 
that this is is it's not really a remaster or a reboot. It's going to be a lot of the elements that were great in the Modern Warfare series all merged together into like a new Modern Warfare. Um, so I would love to see Price come back. I'd love to see Ghost. I'd love to see some of the other characters come back. But I want this to be really gritty. If they're pushing it like this and saying it's supposed to be raw and gritty and it's supposed to you know shine light on the you know changing nature of Modern War. I want to see that. Like, that's a really big statement to say, like, hey, well, you know, we had that one level called No Russia that was pretty controversial. This game is going to be nothing but controversial. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. I want to see that shit. I want to see a badass story about, you know, just crazy changing war. And it even says right here that there's going to be, you know, special forces that you're going to fight alongside from European cities. Uh, and also it'll expand into the Middle East. Um, and I did see in the trailer that it showed some iconic areas that we did see in the original Modern Warfare. Um, so maybe it's going to be kind of wrapped around that. And it's also going to be wrapped in a, like like today world events. So I'm down, bro. Right. I'm fucking super down for this shit. And I'm really hyped. Really, really hyped to see what they have to show off. So only sad thing. Modern Warfare or Call of Duty Modern Warfare will not be on the show floor at E3 this year. So... Activision is not really going to have a big presence. Um, they're possibly, I mean, they usually do things. If it's like a really big site, I'm sure they're possibly going to have some type of like sit down something. Right. But, you know, that happens. I understand. Um, but, uh, yeah, it looks pretty fucking cray cray. I said cray cray. Why did I say that? Mm, cray cray. Um, <laughs> cray cray. Um, another crazy ass thing is the game is coming October 25th. And with that, there's another game that's coming out this year that's going to be a huge, huge title that we've all been waiting for. Death Stranding has finally had a fantastic, crazy trailer, and it has been announced that it is coming out November 8th of 2018. Um, there's this little description that says, In the near future, a mysterious explosion. A mysterious explosions have rocked the planet, setting off a series of supernatural events known as the Death Stranding. With spectacular, uh, with spectral creatures plaguing the landscapes. I can't read today, bro. Uh, plaguing the landscapes and the planet on the verge of a massive extinction. It is up to Sam Briggs to journey across the ravaging wasteland and save mankind from its impending annihilation. So that's the most information that we have had about this game since it was brought up. Right. And it kind of gives you a little bit more of the scale of like what this game is going to be about. So like what we saw earlier bolts, I know you're not like the biggest like metal gear fan or anything like that. Um, what do you think about this game? I mean, it looks somewhat different and interesting. Um, and, and that's, that's the aspect I like. It, it looks like it's something that you haven't played if ever in your life. Yeah. So, um, as far as that goes, um, the the story itself is 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 no concern of mine, um, but I, I I know it's going to be an amazing story because because of who who is making the damn game. Mr. Kojima, yeah, Kojima Productions. So, so I know what is going to be brought to the table. Yeah. Um, but watching just the, that little trailer, little gameplay trailer, whatever they showed, I'm 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 really interested to see where this game is really going to go. Yeah, and I agree with you, Bolts. You know, and, and I'm I'm actually saying it. Of course, I'm a Kojima fan. I'm a huge Kojima fan. He has a chub right now, y'all. Uh, 
Don't talk about it. Um, so I'm a huge Kojima fan. I always have been. I've loved his games since I first really got, like, the first time I played Metal Gear Solid, it just sold me uh, of what this dude wants to bring to the industry. He has such a Hollywood mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's so cinematic. Everything that he pushes. And I really was sold on his work when Metal Gear Solid 4 came out. I mean, that game was so long. It had, like, hundred hours worth of cutscenes in the game um, and all the gameplay that you were able to have and even though Metal Gear Solid 5 was not the best game it was still visually fantastic and the overall story was great um, I just wish that it would have been more uh, so with this game with Death Stranding I think first off Norma Reedus looks like it's gonna he's really gonna rock the fucking house on this character you know what i'm saying well and well he just got done playing in days gone so, <laughs> I hate you he's, so much, he's ready bro. he's ready I for hate you a, so much he was like he's got his crossbow that you pre-ordered he, uh, he he's ready for a new challenge <laughs> and apparently repairing the fracture of humanity but, is the way to go i still hate the fact that silent hill was canceled like by, by koji or konami uh which he was supposed to be um the front runner for that so but I think this game is going to be fantastic. There's going to be multiplayer in the game as well. Um, there's going to be a huge open world that you can explore, traverse with all different types of vehicles. Um, and the supernatural, like spectral side of the game looks really interesting and looks to be something different that we haven't seen in some time. So that's what's great about Kojima is that, you know, like he has kept this game in the dark from day one. <laughs> and just out of nowhere, he's like, hey... I'm doing this reveal event come watch it and bro this is a crazy thing that video was cycling on the twitch page for almost 12 hours and at one point before the beginning of it had a hundred and seventy five thousand people watching that live stream mm -hmm. so people are fucking stoked for this game so uh moving on from that a new darksiders game has been leaked by e3 coliseum um it has been said that thq nordic is has been working on uh, Death to All Humans and a new Darksiders game. Um, and today, it was officially leaked. Uh, that And this was taken down pretty quick. But it says, A discussion about an inception of Darksiders, of the Darksiders universe and where it is headed next. The description then reads, The panel will conclude with the E3 2019 unveil of a brand new Darksiders game that takes the franchise in a fresh direction. This is a panel discussion about the art and business and creation uh, of maintaining an action-adventure franchise rich in in-game corporate and corporate lore. Whatever the fuck that means. But it does say exactly what we talked about on last week's podcast of this game is supposed to take this title in a fresh new direction. So um, there it is. Darksiders is going to be at E3 2019. Uh, <laughs> I, that's all. That's all I got. Is is that is that bohemian sound that I just gave you? It's I I don't I don't know what to Bo tell you. bohemian sound. <laughs> I don't I don't know what to tell you about the Dark Sider series. I I I thought this could have been a four game series that would have been an amazing with the biblical dark lord that is the four horsemen, and I have not got it, and I have been nothing but disappointed. Well, maybe when they say a new fresh direction. They're saying that like there's gonna be like a new engine, new gameplay style, new look, I don't know. new fresh direction. 
They're obvious. I mean, listen, man. If, if, I got nothing but love for THQ Nordic. I really do. Um, everything that the studio has been through. I mean, because I know you know it, it was originally Nordic Studios, and now it's THQ because they acquired everything from THQ, and they have a lot of people from the original studio. But you know, the game Dark Siders Three is not a horrible game. It just wasn't what it should have been, and I couldn't help but feel like I was playing something that was on a PlayStation Three. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not that it was a bad game. It's just that it was aged. So um, I, I, I'm just I understand, dude. So I I just I I want something on I, I want something on like on the really large biblical stance yes. stage. I I Bro, want that. I, I want that so bad. Yeah. And and as much as I I don't mean to go to another company, but Bethesda D- Doom is gonna bring that to us. Yeah. On a whole nother level. Oh, bro, yes. And and if and if THQ Nordic could somehow somehow channel what the what the biblical stance is for the four horsemen. It could be it, it could be dark. It could be uh it just it could be great. I I'm totally agree with you, bro. Um, all right, guys. So we're going to move into our music minute, which is brought to you by Tech Industries. And once we come back, we're going to talk about some more news that has to do with E3. Um, and uh, we're excited, man. And I hope you guys are as well. We got a lot of stuff to showcase uh, and, uh, you know, show off whenever we get to E3 this year. And, you know, there's nothing better than having Cinelinks and Second Opinion working together. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. All right, guys. We'll be right back after this. Tag team back again. あ、あ、あ。わがまま<音楽><音楽><音楽> guys we're back and thanks a lot uh to tech industries for always letting us use this amazing music definitely make sure to check them out 
Um, and uh, last week, I got to give a big shout out again to my boy Hip Hop Gamer. That was a great track. So make sure to check him out as well. So crazy news right here. Borderlands 2 may be getting DLC ahead of Borderlands 3 release. It has been reported by PlayStation Lifestyle. PlayStation Lifestyle is reporting that according to an anonymous source, Gearbox is set to release a new DLC for Borderlands 2 titled Commander Lilith and the Fight for Sanctuary. According to the source, the DLC will launch the week of E3, so between June 10th and June 14th. Though, whether it will launch on every platform is the question. Uh, considering the title... Um, Considering the title and the fact that Lilith shows up in the first Borderlands 3 trailer, it's likely that the DLC will act as a bridge from the story of Borderlands 2 and Borderlands 3. This is a rumor. If this rumor turns out to be true, fans should hopefully have something to keep them busy as they count down the days before Borderlands 3 comes out. Crazy! I, it, it's, it's, it, it's weird. Why? I, I just it just uh, Borderlands Two has been out for how long? It's been out for a while. And I just I, but, I'll, I'll get it. I'll play it. It's of just course big, you will, bro. So, you'll be fucking stoked. <laughs> so there there is that, but it's just of course. It, listen, bro, it's weird. Yes, like hey, let's launch this DLC that's going to bridge the gap between the stories and blah blah blah, which they could obviously probably do in Borderlands Three, right? But. Maybe it's just going to be like a free DLC to hype up the game. Hey, uh, that would be cool. That you know would be really, really cool if so, it was. Um, but you said you were going to get this, of course. Like, you're going to play it if it's true. Oh, yeah. Oh, hands down, brother. Well, we've never even played Borderlands together still. Yeah, I know. Somehow I that's not my fault, but that's cool. It's it's a bro. You hit You text me whenever you want to play it, and we will play it. I downloaded World War II for you, bro, and you still hadn't got it. Thank you very much. It's in my car. I just haven't downloaded it. Well, then it. let's do it. <laughs> You're a good Chilling. kid. You're real good. Lons around. You always be second best. <laughs> see? Speaking of second games that start with a B. B. <laughs> new, new Beyond Good and Evil live stream is coming in June. Ubisoft's Space Monkey Program has shown off a bit of a highly anticipated anticipated borderland oh my god what the fuck is wrong with me tonight uh, dude look i'm having a stroke are I'm you having a stroke right now ubisoft i'm certified Space CPR. Monkey program <laughs> has shown off a bit of highly anticipated beyond good and evil 2 um gameplay or well a little teaser uh, but the studio has been mostly quiet since December. Although Beyond Good and Evil 2 will not have a presence at E3, fans can tune into the Space Monkey Report number 5 next week for new gameplay footage and more. This will be taking place June 5th, 11 a.m. on the uh, Twitch channel of Ubisoft. So, sad, bro. It's really sad that we're not going to see um, Beyond Good and Evil 2 at E3. We're not going to get a release date or anything. Yep, it is what it is, my man. Yeah, but you were like really excited for this game whenever it got announced. Absolutely, I I, I rather enjoyed the first one. So, so yeah, have you died down since it got pushed off so many times or something or what? For for the most part, yeah, you can really say that. Um, I just I don't know, dude. It it's it's just like it's like it's like Days Gone. You know, we got it got delayed for so long, or or anything else in that. And once it gets delayed, like originally you were hyped for Days Gone. Yeah, I was, dude. and then you were like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, 
There's another second game that I know for a fact we're fucking stoked about. Dying Light 2 will now be published by Square Enix in the Americas. We are proud to announce that we are partnering with Square Enix to distrib distribute Dying Light 2 across the Americas. The company stated earlier in a tweet, look out for more news at the Square Enix Live E3 2019 live stream. So, um, we are looking to check this game out uh, at E3. We're pretty excited about it. Um, Bolts, what is something that you want to see from Dying Light 2? Now, we did see the trailer last year and how different the game is, but what's something that you're really excited about with this I, game? The, the game itself, look, look let, me, let me tell you all something. I, I, I enjoy Dying Light so much. There's nothing about the game yeah, I too. want. I don't want changed. Um, I don't want the, the, the whole parkour system, the whole um, making weapon system. That It's just everything about it was just fucking great, and I loved it. So whatever Dying Light 2 brings, you better keep what you had in Dying Light 1. Expand, maybe enhance something a little here and there. But I'm, I'm not looking for big changes besides another big story. That's all I'm looking for. Well, did you like the new additions of like... You know, there's an open world system now to where, like, the depending on depending on the decisions that you make yeah, in the game. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that, but the the game, yes, that will be. Well, great. I didn't know how you would like feel about that. That that that, that that'll be fine. Really? Come on, dude. I put Mass Effect decision I know, making. I know, but I'm you know, saying. come on, killing me, Smalls. Yeah. So it looks visually fantastic from what we saw last I, year. Just don't change the gameplay that much, and the, and the the game physics that much because. Because that was what I really loved about Dying Light. So don't change that aspect. Enhance the story some here and there. Make a few <coughs> make a few tweaks within the game itself as far as like interactions and stuff like that. And I will be perfectly, perfectly happy. I'm going to apologize again. I'm sorry about the coughing. It's horrible. I got to do something. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, I can't cough like this while I'm at We'll eating. probably not talk while I'm, I'm talking would be a start. Fuck you. <laughs> How about that? Um, so just like what Bolt said, you know, I didn't play all the way through Dying Light. There was something about it. No. You don't say. Yes. There's something about it. It's not that it was a bad game. I think it was just because I had tried to play it so many times and I always ended up like putting it off that I was just kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm done. Which did really upset Bolts. You have no idea. Um... But I appreciate everything about Dying Light. And I'm very excited for Dying Light 2. Uh, especially having the ability of just playing it when it comes out. So I'm not going to put it off or anything like that. I'm just going to go out, play the game, have fun with it. So hopefully we'll be able to do some checking out of this game while we're at E3. Very excited to what, of what we are going to see. Um, in a bit of a you know rumor mill has come out of uh, Kotaku uh, with Jason Schreiner. He has said that it is from a reliable source. Uh, it is being stated that Naughty Dog, uh, Naughty Dog's sequel, The Last of Us 2, is set to, originally it was set to come out fall of 2019. However, these plans have been tossed to the wayside as uh, a 2020 release date is now suspiciously being eyed by Sony. I think obviously that's the fact that Death Stranding is coming out in 2019. Um, but Shriner has said that there's a very big possibility it is going to launch in February of, of uh, 2020. So um, I think this is cool. Um, I think that um, if anything, it opens up the window for, you know, like Ghost of Tsushima to possibly launch in 
you know, May or maybe even like August or September. Um, and it could, Ghost of Tsushima could eventually be like a launch title for PlayStation 5. Bolts, why do you have that look on your face? What look? The, that the, look, that oh, fucking oh. bullshit look. I'm just saying, you know, it's just one of those games, you know. We've waited how many years? Six years now? But I'm just telling you, bro. Hey, look, look, look. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something one time. One time. Nah, yeah, listen. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, sir, Captain Stubing, sir, that what? That in all of its glory, that death, that death training, look at me, the that The Last of, of us. us is and was and shall forever be, just launch it on the PS5. But why? Why not? Why not launch it on the PS4? Because I don't want to play it on a lesser system. I'm just saying. That's it, bro. Okay, okay. You put it on the PS4 and it oh. runs what? What? 30 frames per second at 1080p? No. Who no, said listen, that? I'm just telling you that your max, maximum playability, smoothness, no lag, no nothing, no glitching. 30 frames per second at 1080p. Why not 60 frames at at, at 4K? But we don't know what. I'm the, just telling. No, no, no. I know what you're saying, okay, but we don't know what the details are going to be yet. And we've seen multiple PlayStation games launch at 60 frames per second with 1080p. Yes, there hasn't been as many as the fucking Xbox One X that came out way too fucking late as a system. Uh, oh, why, why are you trying to roll that in my face? Oh, I don't, it right I don't give a fuck about Xbox. I know, One but X. what I'm getting at is my thing is this. So I, I understand what you're saying. But I disagree with you because I'm saying it like this. That's fine. Disagree all you want. I'm just saying. I, I know. Want to play I know it on what the you're superior s- system of the greatness that the game is. Yes, I, I understand what you're saying. But for all we know, I don't know. Maybe they're gonna come out with a version of it on PlayStation Five. It's gonna be enhanced and whatever. What is this like? Disney, The Last of Us, two and a half. That's what Xbox and listen. That's what Xbox <laughs> and PlayStation have done for the last like three years. Yes, and I know. Play this game again on it. It's fucking stupid. I think what's going to happen is this game is going to come out. It's going to be a fucking hit. It's going to be great. Of it's going to be it a will. perfect send off for the PlayStation Four. There's going to have AAA titles that are going to come out, um, and everyone's going to have fun with them. But the PlayStation Five will launch in late 2020, early 2021. And I think Ghost of Tsushima is going to be a launch title on it. I would be super surprised if they came out and like Ghost of Tsushima is coming out on PS4 too. Then I will agree with Bolts and be like, what the fuck do they have for PlayStation on the PlayStation 5? MLB 21 the show. Unless they're just really working on a lot of shit right now. And they're going to announce it at like a PlayStation event. So... Um, I don't know, man. Last topic. Uh, I know we've kind of blown through these, but, um, you know, this was kind of, as I said, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, uh, just kind of talking about things and remember too, over these next, uh, um, like next week, uh, next week we'll probably do a podcast on like Wednesday and it, it, I'm probably busy that day or something. Yeah. My ass. Um, we'll do a podcast on Wednesday. Well, and we'll I could just be busy with your ass, bro. Well, <laughs> We'll, we'll kind of do uh, mm. an overview of like what we're excited about, you know, what we plan on doing. Light 2 and Cyberpunk 27.7. Look, podcast That's is done. That's it. Podcast is done. But I think we're also <laughs> going to talk about like, you know, oh, shit. we're also going to talk about, you know, just normal shit. We're going to talk about things that we've seen before at E3 that we've been like, nah, things that we're, we're hoping we're not going to see. We're, it's going to be kind of a culmination of like what we've done so far. 
Um, I definitely don't want to see Elder Scrolls or, or Starfield by any means. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so our last topic. What You just said we were done. No, 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 no. I said our last topic you, before we're done. Pre- prematurely pulling out, bro. And by the way, all of our topics are sourced from PlayStation Lifestyle and GameInformer.com. So make sure you check them out. It is being That's stated. That's why information is so off. We're on PlayStation. See? Oh, shut up. <laughs> it is being stated that Obsidian is teasing a 2019 surprise with the Outer Worlds. Bethesda, um, eat your hearts out. It says right here uh, on the Outer Worlds Twitter, the board wants to let you know to pay attention to the broadcast from Los Angeles, California, Earth in the coming weeks for Redacted. And it just shows a little video right here. Um, that uh, it's a little gif. It shows somebody doing little finger guns from the trailer. Um, but you know what? I'm thinking that we're going to... Well, what's going to happen is that at the Xbox press conference, we're going to get the first ever gameplay showcase of Outer World, and we're going to get a release date. Now, this right here is the the third <laughs> their third reason why I'm re- I'm excited about E3. Yeah. It's it's it, Outer World looks fucking I'm telling amazing, you, man. bro. Yeah, I'm telling you. And it says some um it says in this experience uh you're going to be able to explore the Outer Worlds for upwards to 40 hours. Um and there's going to be side missions and all this other stuff. I'm fucking super excited for this game and I really hope this rumor is true, bro. Um, but, and I know Boltz is excited for it as well. He's been excited for it since it was originally announced. Since, since, since Fallout 76 came out, like, I was since excited. Since you've been gone. Boltz since is, you've been gone. Like, Boltz is always going to talk about Caleb's favorite fucking development studio. Like, shit. I'm so <laughs> moving on. <laughs> what? It's no. not my fault. You're all like. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you asshole, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fanboy, but that's whatever. You're a Bioware fanboy, bro. And yeah, think and- about the last three games your fucking company's brought out: Andromeda, Dragon Age Inquisition, and what was it? Anthem. Oh, yeah. I don't even count. You have no room to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even count those as games. Oh my god. Anyways, but we do love you, Bioware. We do. We just get your shit together. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Anyways, guys, this has been the Second Opinion Podcast, episode number 265. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to hit us up next week and tune into the latest episode. (laughs) (laughs) He's caressing his mic right now. I love you guys. Talk to you soon. Peace out. Peace. (laughs) 